the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On this particular day, God's grace, God's mercy, God's peace. The hymn that you just sang was written over 225 years ago. That which is espoused in its verses could well have been written last week. The Bible pertaining to which I shall speak was written thousands and thousands of years ago. But as you picked up this Bible yesterday, for some blessing that had come into your life, or for some trial that was going on, these verses weren't 2,000 or 3,000 years old. The truths in these verses were sent to you by God yesterday, or the last time you ever picked up this book. And the same truths will be brought to you today. In October, this church will have stood 158 years. And on the first service that this church ever had, the first time the school ever met with its students, this book was the book that was used. And if this church is still standing 150 years from now, some preacher will be in this pulpit, some teachers in that school, and they will be still proclaiming this word. My text is from Psalm 119. It is the 89th verse, and it says this, Thy word is established in heaven. Another version says, Thy word has its pilings in heaven. Another version says, Thy word has its foundations and its roots settled in heaven. As our parochial school starts up again tomorrow, They need something unshakable as the core foundation of their lives. As our youth group starts up again, they need something unshakable as the core foundation of their lives. As your small group start up again, as the choirs start up again, as Sunday school starts up again, as our worship services begin to pick up in the numbers that are here. They need something unshakable as the core foundation of our lives. And as you and I woke up this morning with some blessing in our life that we have to understand where it came from or the blessing loses its power. We have to understand the blessing came from God. And we need to share that with the children and the grandchildren. And if you woke up this morning with some trial going on in your lives, 
You and I need something unshakable as the core foundation of our lives. We need something that will remain settled and firm and unshakable and unmovable throughout the hours and the days and the weeks and the months and the years and the decades of our life. Something unshakable and unmovable throughout the centuries. And this is the unshakable, unmovable thing. At a wedding yesterday at 5.30, downtown Chicago, 5.22, my sister texts me and says, I think mom only has an hour or two left. And as I get ready to do that wedding eight minutes later, I'm thinking to my mom. My wife said to me this morning, have you heard from Becky yet? Do you think mom passed? I said to her, I bet you my sister and my siblings know it's a Sunday morning. And I'm betting if she passed last night, they will wait till this afternoon to tell me. Did not I say that each of us needs something unmovable, unshakable in our lives? And that unshakable thing is this word from God. God's word is settled in heaven. You can open this book and you have God's word delivered straight to your eyes, your mind, and your hearts. You would never know what my thoughts are about anything. I would never know what your thoughts are about anything unless you open your mouth and spoke some words. And all of a sudden I'd know what was in your mind. And all of a sudden you would know what was in my mind. The Bible is God opening his mouth and showing his thoughts, his wisdom, his advice, his direction, his love, his mercy, his Correction, his forgiveness, his understanding, his desire. Whatever your need is on that particular day when you open up God's word, you'll be amazed as I often am that you seem to go right to a certain scripture or you hear a certain sermon from Pastor Shaw or myself or the choir sings a certain anthem or there's a certain hymn like How Great Thou Art. And all of a sudden... You are saying, God, how did you know that I needed that on this particular day? Because when he opens his mouth, he knows what advice and direction and love and mercy and forgiveness and understanding that you need. If you love someone and you don't hear their voice for a while, there's an ache in your heart, is there not? If a relationship after a number of years has broken up, uh, there's an ache in your heart. If someone is called home to heaven and you do not hear their voice any longer, there is an ache in your heart. So it is with God's Word. Sometimes we take vacations from God's Word. 
Sometimes the summer becomes so busy that we're gone for three months. Sometimes there is a tragedy in our lives and we come angry at God and we take a vacation from him. But he's always calling. His spirit is always calling. Is there not a void when his word has not been heard for some time? I'm always amazed at the number of people who say, Pastor, if I start the week with worship, the rest of my week seems to go far better. But if I do not start my week with worship, it seems like I'm off balance for the rest of that week. David said in Psalm 19, Thy word is more precious to me than silver or gold. This word which is settled in heaven. Connie and I were driving back late last night downtown Chicago. And as we're driving on Lakeshore Drive, we see these incredible, incredible skyscrapers. They're different at night. So pretty at night. You realize, do you not, that when you build a skyscraper in Chicago, you have to go 180 feet, 200 feet deep. You have to hit bedrock. Before you can build very, very high, you have to go very, very deep. You open up this book, and you will see and understand that its pilings are up in heaven. Its foundation is up in heaven. Deuteronomy 30, verse 11, Moses understood it. He said, God's word is not too difficult to find. It is not up in heaven, so he had to send someone up there. It's not across the ocean, so you have to send someone there. God's word is very near you. It's in your mind and in your heart that you may obey it. I want to say one thing about God's word. His truths cannot be overturned. God's truth cannot be overturned. When he's talking about sin, it's destruction, it's pervasiveness, it's separative powers from God. That doesn't change. If sin harmed the life of Abraham 2,200 years before Jesus is born... If sin harmed the life of Moses when he murdered the Egyptian 1,500 years before Jesus was born. If sin disturbed the disciples, if sin disturbed the people in the Old Testament and New Testament. If it destroyed them, if it destroyed families, if it destroyed their nations. That power of sin still has not changed. When he says, walk my path, because if you don't walk my path, destruction waits for you. You and I see that all the time. We pray it not be in our lives, but we see it in the lives of others. And sometimes it creeps into our own life. God's truth about sin does not change, is not overturned. 
God's truth about forgiveness has never changed. If he's forgiving a thief on the cross who's known him for but a few hours, and that man is cleansed and welcomed into heaven, if he forgives the sins of David, Nathan saying to David, you have confessed your sin to God, you shall not die, that sin is forgiven. The same uh, promise is offered to us. God's truth about love does not change. The Bible says, love each other deeply. Love covers a multitude of sins. The scripture read at the wedding yesterday, if you have a loving spirit, you are blessed by God. You could speak in the tongues of men and angels, but if you don't have a loving spirit, you're nothing. You could give everything you possessed and delivered your body to the flames, but if you do not have a loving spirit, you're nothing. And then how the bride and groom smiled at each other yesterday when the scripture was read. Love is kind. It's not easily angered. Keeps no record of wrongs. God's truce cannot be overturned. Whenever we sing a hymn, I always look down at the bottom. I see when the guy lived who wrote the hymn. And when we're sitting there singing hymns 200, 400, 600, 800, 1,000 years old, I am absolutely amazed at what I'm singing because it comes straight from God's Word. There's always a Bible verse attached to that hymn. It comes straight from God's Word. And it tells us one thing over and over again. God's truth cannot be overturned. Pastor Schauer picking all the hymns in October. They're going to be Luther's hymns. And the truths that came from the mouth and the pen of Luther 500 years ago. He could have written them last week. God's truth can be doubted. It is throughout the centuries. 1778, uh, one of the great philosophers on the planet died. Voltaire, great skeptic. He dies in 1778, and before he died, he predicted that within 100 years, Christianity would be extinct on planet Earth. He said we would have grown so much in our intellect and our understanding that no human being would need the crutch called Christianity. Voltaire is long since gone. But it appears that Jesus still lives. We're not surprised. Luke 21, 33. Jesus said, even heaven and earth shall eventually pass away. But my word shall never pass away. In one of the great ironies of history, I've shared it with you before. Fifty years after Voltaire died, the Geneva Bible Society purchased his mansion. And from uh, the very room where he said Christianity would be dead in a hundred years, hundreds of thousands of Bibles were printed and sent all over Europe. 
God's word has its pilings in heaven. I'm reading an excellent book by Rosenberg, a Jewish man converted to Christianity. He's an expert in international affairs, Iraq, Iran, Russia, the Middle East. He said that within six months of Saddam Hussein's exit from Iraq and his death, the Christians in Iraq turned his throne room into a Christian church where services are held every week. The same throne room where he plotted and executed the destruction of Jews and Christians, that room is now being used as a worship facility where the presence of God stands firm. The skeptics do their best. Those who hate Christianity do their best. But they cannot overturn God's word. In Iran in 1979, there were 500 Muslims who had converted to Christianity at the risk of their lives. Twenty years later, there were 220,000 Christians in Iran, 20,000 of them Muslim converts. And since the year 2000, there has been such an explosion of God's word in Iran that an Iranian official from the ministry department said, if every Christian in this country publicly proclaimed their faith, there would be over one million Christians in this country. Not only can God's word not be overturned, but the one parable of the sower who sowed the seed. And the seed which fell on good grounds, it multiplied a thousandfold. Sharon Thomas, I believe her name was, here some eight or nine years ago. She's a missionary in China. I'll never forget what she said on that Sunday. She said to this congregation, One year ago, the corner was turned. She said, there are now more Christians in China than there are communists. There are are now more Christians in China than there are communists. Closing word. Crucial, crucial facts. The creator of the universe deigns to tell us what he thinks. We pay money to go to seminars to hear some expert on some area that interests us. The creator of the universe deigns to reveal his thoughts to us. No wisdom like his. No word of strength and power like his. My mother facing her end with great courage and expectation. 
David uses a singular word. He says God's word is settled in heaven. He doesn't use the plural words. It wouldn't be wrong. It's appropriate to speak about the Bible as the words of God. But he uses a singular to refer to the fact that all that God has said, 66 books, 3,800 years, everything in here is all wrapped up in the Word of God. Speaks about the unity of Scripture. Speaks about the authority of Scripture. These are not the words of Moses or Abraham. These are not the words of Paul or Peter or Mark. These are the words of God. First Peter 1.20 All Scripture given by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction. These words did not originate in the mind or the heart of a prophet. They are the words delivered to them by God himself. The word of God. Unity of scripture. Inspiration of scripture. For you and me on this day. My grandchildren, Connie and I just don't say we love you. We do things with them and for them. And then when we open our mouths and say we love you, when we show our hope, our encouragement, our joy, our excitement, and also our discipline, they understand because of the things we do with them and for them, they understand that the words out of our mouths are true. God sends his son to die for us sinners. And on the third day, his son is raised from the dead. And he says to us, I do that to show you how much I love you. And now when I speak to you in my word... You will hear, and you will know. If you've taken a vacation from this book for a while, come on back. Its foundations are settled in heaven. In our Lord's powerful name, amen. If you'd bow your heads as we pray. Said it in the New Testament, straight from the lips of Jesus, my words shall never disappear. Said it in the Old Testament, uh, Isaiah, grass withers, flower fades, but the word of God shall abide forever. May it be, Lord, that every time I open this book until I join my son and my father and eventually my mother in heaven, May it be that every time I open this book, I understand it is as divine a miracle as is the creation of the world and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And whether I'm reading it in my hand or whether I'm reading it on my iPad or wherever I might be reading it, 
Help me to understand that every time I pick up your word, I should take off my shoes because it is sacred, sacred ground that I walk on. Thy word is more precious to me than silver or gold from the lips of David himself. In our Savior's name, amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.